See, if everyone is on the same path, the view never changes. You want to always be the most authentic version of yourself. I don't knock anybody that's working a nine to five job, but it's that employee mindset that I got a problem with. It's that mindset that makes you bury your gift and makes you bury your call. Because I took your words, I took your energy, and I use it as protein. The very thing that you thought would tear me down or break me, it couldn't. If your why is greater than your naysayers, then you're going to persevere, you're going to push through, you're going to win. Your winning is the only response people need to hear. All you got to do is just win. I know some of y'all in relationships right now with your significant other and with your wife and you feel like something's missing. You got 24 hours to go to your significant other. I need you to say, how can I be a better provider? It's the male's perspective. Live. Love. Legacy. Let's get this work. Yo, what's going on? This is your man, Warriors Taylor. Back with another week of the male's perspective where we're teaching married men how to build an intentional legacy. And y'all know, I got I got the I got the squad with me, right? Yo, we here. I don't know. I don't know if we're here in uh in, in full health. But we here. In in pieces, <laughs> in parts, bro. We but here. we here, right? Hey, we hey, we crawled here, but we here. <laughs> we, you know what I'm we, we here. here. And, and it ain't just me here. You know what I'm I got right. I got another I got an extra eight point five pounds here with me. Oh bro, it's real out here. So, here with me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So listen, uh, as always, you know, the independent wealth specialist, Brother Rashard Duncan in Let's the building. Let's go. We in the building. Let's get it. And then we got the budget master, Frank Hazlitt, in the building. Yes, sir. What's good? Hey, fellas, long time no hear from. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, well, on the podcast, of course, we talk just about every day. But yeah. So what's what's good? Where we at? I mean, let's catch the fans up, first of all. Let's catch the listeners up. Um, yo, we owe y'all an explanation. Life is, is, is real. Okay. Sure. You making out, you got the baby, all that noise. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, let us tell you where our life is right now. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Rashard had his baby. You all know. And now not only did Rashard have the baby, but then his wife had a few complications, had to be taken to go back to the doctor and things like that. So, He's on full daddy duty with four kids at home. Yes. Okay. My wife, she had the baby, had to have a C-section. Not only that, but my daughter, influenza B, my son, influenza B, Mm. and then I got influenza A. Mm. So I had to be isolated. And my wife, who just got a C-section, had to hold down the baby for a whole week by herself. Mm. And still try to run a business. Still, oh, yeah, bro, right. like, <laughs> man. So, so we, we've been working out here. Ran is holding it down for hey, his family. He- healthy. Hey, no babies. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we just, we just living over here, man. No, I hear you. I hear you. But yo, what, what's dope is that, yo, we appreciate you all sending a message, <laughs> all of that checking up and just making sure you all stand in tune. We did put a couple, yeah, um, throwback episodes out for you. So I hope you all enjoy those. Those yeah. are some of our favorite episodes. Man, no, those so, are bangers. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Uh, so we we're gonna get this working today, and and we're excited about bringing you all uh, the new podcast, new episode. We back for another week. Um, trying to still get healthy out here, but we back, y'all. So I want to start this off by saying before we get into the message and all that. I'm going to start this off by saying, Rashard, you lied. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why you lied. You said, 
oh, bro, you know, going from two to three, it's not, you know what I'm saying? This just going from two to three kids, it's, you don't really feel it, bro. No, no, wait, I didn't say two to, I said you feel the two to three, it's going from three to four. Oh, going from okay. oh, two to three okay. is the beast, bro. That's oh, okay. Just, Okay. That's like that's okay. where the divorce rate increases. Everything <laughs> <laughs> two to three, the divorce rate goes higher. I think the I think the you know the, yeah, bro. Everything increases two to three, bro. Okay, because I was well, somebody somebody <laughs> oh, told me it wasn't me because I got five. I know the difference. <laughs> somebody <laughs> said two to three is now you don't even feel it. You don't even notice it, bro. Two to three kids is like constantly. One of us is constantly being double teamed. <laughs> One of us is constantly Bruh. like getting at work. Whoever's tending to the baby is getting double teamed by the other two kids. Bruh. Like, and and just having a newborn, that's a double team in itself. So, but, so but, this this right here, bro. But words, but here's the deal though. <laughs> My wife said something to me yesterday. Like yeah. we temporarily have six kids because you know she's pumping and and, and she's like, my boobs are like a whole nother child because of oh responsibility God. and time every three hours, bro. She's up extracting. Like, mm. and oh so, so yeah, bro. So this is, this is a, this is going to be, yeah, it's by God's grace. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going through. So I know I hear you. I just, I just wanted to point that out. I thought you were the one that told me. My bad, but I'm coming for whoever told me. Oh yeah, somebody hooked two and that to three, finally, and it's probably somebody that don't even got kids that said that. <laughs> right. There's always people that don't got kids that that are that got parenting courses and stuff like like. What you know about yeah. parenting? You ain't even. You ain't man. even. How you go? How you go? But here's but here's the good thing though. Where's the the beautiful thing is just like what you're saying. But God has blessed us, bro, to be full time entrepreneurs, bro, to have. Sure. For sure. To have multiple streams of income, bro, to be diversified right. to where you realize, like, this is the first child. My wife never had to do no, what they call that FMI, that, that, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. Is it FMI? Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, no, okay, yeah, FMI. FML. Yeah. FML. FML Forex Master Institute. Shout out real quick. <laughs> 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 hey, look, I was about to say FHA. Uh, FHA. <laughs> hey. Oh, so you, got <laughs> new, you got a new house on your mind. Right. Hey, y'all, nights is days. Days is nights. Man. Oh, Dinner is over. breakfast. You can so tell I've been out of corporate so long. I'm like, okay, you mean, you mean, F I was about to correct you. Be like, you mean FHA. But the beautiful thing is like she didn't have to she didn't have to request no time. She didn't have to talk. No, nah, that's she don't gotta go back to nothing. So it is actually it's a beautiful thing, man, that we can be in our homes like this. Yeah. Spending this type of quality time, bro, with our kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Money for sure. Come in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the that's the great part. And then also let's salute out man our brother Ferran real quick, because Within weeks, we had babies um, from weeks, of, uh, like a week apart from each other. My man held both of us down. Oh, he did. Right? He did. came up to the hospital. I'm he like, did. man, Rand, can you bring some movies? My man brought me like eight DVDs. <laughs> like, well, I told him, he, he wanted, I bro, this hospital food, terrible. He like, man, let me go ahead and get y'all, <laughs> get y'all right, bro. So we got some, we got some, some good Good food, brother. We ate yeah. up there, bro. So yeah, Red yeah. came through with come through. Ran, <laughs> for ran. sure, for hey, sure, man. Ran. So it's, salute it's, to you, bro. What they say, man, take a village, right, to raise. 
Nah, oh, what he sure. doing though? He listened to sure. that equity call. He building up equity because he got <laughs> his wife pregnant this year. Hey, I pray. I'm praying. Hey, I you. said it once. I'm not gonna say it again, man. Stop wishing that on me, bro. I'm praying. Like that's about to be my prayer. God, please, please. <laughs> Even if you got to go Virgin Mary style, please, God, <laughs> get a baby in yo, that womb. Yo, so y'all, want, can... y'all want me to feel feel what y'all going through? Yes, I, worked, I need, I need worked, to go from two to three. He knew, he came to the hospital, but he knew, he didn't make eye contact or touch the baby. <laughs> And you know, hey, he's thinking like if I make eye contact, touch this baby, it's over. It's a wrap. It's over. It's <laughs> contagious, right? Because you know, low key, he's softy, so he likes baby. Like he, he low key, he he actually there's some feeling in there where he would actually attach himself to the baby. And they ain't gonna want one, so that's why he's staying away. You got me. You but, you you, yeah. you know how I operate, man. I already know, cuz. But look, <laughs> yo. So no, let's talk though, because yo, a lot has happened. Yeah. Um, in the uh, you know, in the last few weeks, one of the biggest things for me, okay, let me, okay, the baby, okay, but one of the biggest things outside of uh, my home was, bruh, freaking Kobe Bryant, y'all. Mm, yeah, right, bruh. Listen, that's and I, you know, I'm just thinking about as I was being double teamed by my kids. I'm thinking like, what would Kobe do? <laughs> in this type of double team situation, no, but but no, that's man. real. That's real. Like, bro, I, I look. I sent y'all messages. There were times our kids' bedroom is upstairs. Like, yeah. I kid you not. Like, multiple times throughout the night, like since Kobe passed, I just go into my daughter's room, bro. I feel that I feel yeah, Kobe's yeah. spirit, bro. I just go in there and just hug and kiss my daughters, bro. Yeah, because right, he had right. four kids. He had four daughters. I got four. Yeah, little that's bro. Yeah, that's so crazy. That, that yeah. hits me, bro. So like, I, my 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 compassion level has went to another another level, bro. With my girls, bro. Right for real. Right. Yeah, that's good. I think I think the biggest thing um, that I felt like just in all the interviews, I didn't. So I know Kobe, the athlete, right. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always said Kobe is the greatest. You know, I've gotten into a bunch of arguments between Kobe, Jordan, and that other dude. But I've always, <laughs> I've always said Kobe, right? So I know Kobe is an athlete. But when I start seeing these interviews, uh, as far as how big of an athlete he was, but still be able to make the sacrifice for his daughter, for his daughters, and and their whole reason why he started doing the helicopter was so he can have more time with his kids yeah and and be able to drive them to school i was like wait a minute here i am thinking oh man this is what the entrepreneur the entrepreneur life is sometimes you got to sacrifice these things and you can't do everything and my man was showing like no you're making the wrong sacrifice so the sacrifice that i make is for my kids so if i got to get on the helicopter ride every single day if that's got to be in the budget just so I can get that 15 minutes of driving with my kids. Yep. Cool. So to me, the Mamba mentality wasn't necessarily about the court. On now. the court, right. The Mamba right. mentality was about, you know, you being able to to not only just balance, but you not allowing, you know, those things in which are important to you to get, you know, to allow the other things that are just uh superficial to allow those things to get in your way. Like, you know, Focus on the important thing, which is building that legacy, building, 
you know, that bond, building those relationships. And that's even on the court. It was about building the bonds, legacy, history. It was about creating something bigger than yourself and not letting any outside thing deter you from that. That right. was the part that I'm like, that's mama mentality. Right. And, and so now we're in a situation where we, we, I see that and I'm like, yo, bro, we got to make some changes. Right, man. Kobe set that bar uh, really, really high. You know, when I heard the news, man, you know, me and the wife, we were out at uh, we were, we were out at the mall and mm. all she heard me say was, you know, I started yelling, no, not Kobe. You know, it was just one of those right, things right. That, that, that were shocking, not because, you know, I looked at him bigger than life. Right. right. But it was because he had his four kids. And then because yeah. I understood the sacrifice that he was putting in, you know, for his kids. Right. Building a legacy. So that way his family would be okay. Right. Man, right. when I when I think about his life, I think about, man, I don't know if you guys remember, he had these commercials. It was called the Kobe system, right? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I've seen all yeah. that. I was just watching them the other day, bro. Yeah, the, the Kobe system. And man, and and what it was, like you said, man, there was like there was no limits to what right. he could do. He thought right. or he felt that listen, man, I could play basketball, be the greatest basketball player in the world but also yeah. be the greatest father and the most, you know, he's yep. traveling around the world to, you know, around the world in stadiums. We see him in stadiums, but he's also making sure that he can be there for his kids. Right. Yeah. So yeah. therefore I'm going to sacrifice whatever I need to sacrifice to be there for him. So he lived his life without limitations. And one of the greatest, there we go. one of the greatest lines in one of those commercials, he said it was, it was supposed to be a funny part, but he said, Kanye had asked him. He was like, "Yep, how many more records can I sell? More, more said, records. <laughs> you know, how much better can I be? Better." He was like, "But yeah. he's like, but I've reached success." And Kobe said, like, "But are you the same animal and a different beast?" beast? <laughs> he's like, he's like, Kobe, what does that mean? And, yeah. and it made me think about you know that that you know different animal but same beast, right? So basically. Yep. What are you mm, talking go about? Ahead. Go ahead, Rick. <laughs> I see where you go. Right? Well, yeah. And basically what he's talking about was, man, listen, I got a championship mentality, right? Yes. It may be a different season. I may have played 20 seasons and all of those were different animals. Yes. But that beast was I'm the same beast. Come on, yeah. So you know said, I, I want to be a champion, right? Ooh. That's the beast. Every year, the animal's different, right? I might have to yeah. the I might have to beat the, the Celtics. I might have to beat the Pistons. I might mm -hmm. have to beat, you know, the Kings, the Spurs, whoever. But ultimately, that all they are is that beast, that, 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 to, you know, that obstacle that I need to break through yep. to that championship level. Yep. And just to build, just to keep building on to that, the idea of, you know, different animals. Like, so there may be a different animal needed for different parts of your life. For instance, on the court, you may need to be that gorilla or a yeah. lion. But he's saying, I'm the same beast. Right. On You know, when you're at home, you may need to be, you know, the nurturing, whatever animal is nurturing. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whatever that may be, right? Uh, a, a dog or a puppy. You may right. need to be that, that playful puppy for your kids. But he's the same beast. Like, that's right. how I look at it as well. Like, I may be, I'm a different animal. Whatever animal I need to be in whatever situation that I'm in, I will be that. But mm. you're going to get the same beast up mm. out of me. Right. 
you're going to get the same championship mentality. Yeah. So I was a different animal for my daughters, but I was still a beast at it. Right. I was a different animal when I was telling these stories and writing books, but I was still a beast at it. Right. And I'm right. like, see, so hearing you say it, I'm like, Ugh, that's so, so in other words, he's got he's got championship rings in all aspects of his life. Come on, Come man. On, man. Triple double out like, here. He got, he got <laughs> rings on the court. He got rings in his marriage. He got rings Come on. with his kids. Come he on. got ring. Listen, like Kobe, Come Kobe on. Le- like we talk about legacy. I don't know yeah. if y'all hear about the wealth. He's leaving his family. Yeah. Like, not just you know, I love. Didn't. I didn't talk about that. Like the well, like, first of all, in that 20 year time span, Kobe earned about 600 mil mm. in Crazy. lead contracts, number one. Crazy. And then he, he, I don't know if I learned this too. In, in 13, he launched, he, he launched his own uh, venture capital firm. Yeah. He has yeah. investments in like technology companies, media, data companies. Um, yeah. He's with like Dell Epic Games, and he's just mm. got. He's got just assets. He had over two billion in assets. Wow, two mm, wow. billion in assets that he is leaving. But now y'all talk about legacy. Come on, and bro. see here's the deal. And because because he did so much, Kobe will not die. He's going to be more popular now than he was when he was alive. Yeah. Now that see that's I think Sharon. You know I think we we hit on this before that legacy is not about yes. while you're here. Mm-hmm. Legacy is about when you die, right? If, yeah. If if you if you die and you're not remembered or nobody is there to keep, if there's Come nothing on, to keep going, then Come you on, you are on this world, you are on this earth, and you just took. You didn't on, give bro. anything. Mm-hmm. You didn't leave anything for anybody to carry on. So therefore, your legacy will die as well. Mm-hmm. But you hear all the people that like, yo, he did this. He he was here for me. There, I could call on him then. And even the last text or the DM that he sent was to Shaq's son. Like just things like that, man, where you're still like, yo, you you ain't even talking to Shaq like that. I mean, y'all cool, but y'all ain't really talking. Right. But you still, you still, you still reaching out to a son. So right. therefore, you have people that will not let you die. You have people right. that will always keep your legacy alive. But you have to give them something to keep alive. You exactly. have to give them something to keep exactly. going. Right. Exactly. And if that doesn't happen, then or if you're not on that track to be able to do that, then I'm a question. What do you do in this world? Are you taking? Right. Are you just breathing to death? Are you are you just taking up space, allowing life to just happen to you? Or what what's happening? Mm. That's mm. like that's the it, Char, What is that? Uh, oh, man, that that mission statement you like is to build a world where oh to live a to, yeah to to live a to, to live a life where lim- to create a culture where limitations don't exist. Boom. That's yeah. I I think that was sum up what mentably uh mentably <laughs> mamba mentality <laughs> that was sum up what the mamba mentality is to create a culture for yourself and for your family and for the people you touch where limitations don't exist. Mm. Yeah. That's, he, yeah. That's, that's 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 the part. There was no there was no like usually usually you know you hear about uh, my wife and I, we were watching, you know, the the Kevin Hart documentary, and he's Kevin Hart right. was about two hundred mil. You know, he wants to be a he wants to make a billion, like that's on his right. mind. And he was talking about how I'm not home with my family. Like I got to get this bill because in the back of his mind, he feels like even with two hundred mil, he still feels like he's one move away from losing everything, mm-hmm. right? And one thing I know, one thing I like, I see what Kobe has done 
Kobe reached a level in which he was very content with the wealth that he had generated. And he wasn't going to, he wasn't going to compromise that quality time with his family. And that's, that's something good. that I'm really, really picking up on because yeah, that's good. as you guys know, we're all, we're all businessmen. We're all entrepreneurs. We ain't made no hundred, 200 mil yet. Right. We right. Ain't made that right. deal right. yet. But even at the time frame in which we're operating on, we still struggle with some of those same things, but I have to learn also to never compromise, bro, that family and that quality time. Cause I need to make sure I got that ring also with my wife and got that ring, even with my kids while we're building this wealth, while we're For leaving sure. this legacy behind. Sure. All I know is it look 600 mil, <laughs> right? And if you can't be content with 600 mil, there's something wrong with you anyway. Right, right, right. 600 mil, 2 billion in assets <laughs> left behind, but he left a bond also, like legacy. He left a deposit. Like a nasty yeah. deposit, and it yeah. got me questioning the type of deposit I'm going to leave when I'm gone. Yeah, right. but yeah, you, for it, sure. you know, and one one thing about how Kobe did it, you know, after he retired, so he put in that time and that effort, right? We all, you know, in order for him to be the best basketball player that he had, to be, he wanted to be, he could be, he sacrificed a lot for family. But once he retired, he started to understand how important family was. Mm. Then he then he shifted that energy into something. That could also help him build and accumulate wealth while not jeopardizing that time with his family, right? No, that's good. So, so that's think good. about it. You start talking about the things that he invested in, tech companies, um, mm. writing books, things of that sort, right? He, now, now we're talking about building a legacy monetarily, but in different ways. And so mm. those that are listening to this call, right, you got to understand that, yeah, we can work, we can grind, we can be entrepreneurs. But but it does. It does take away from our family. So we need to figure out new ways to create wealth, which is investing. Yeah. Right. Which right, is, right. you know, putting our money in in different businesses and allow other people to run it. Because also think about this. Right. Mamba also had the Mamba Academy. Mm, yep. He spent a lot of time with his daughter playing basketball. But he's like, yo, listen, it has to be what, what, what we talk about all the time. Right. And <laughs> we talk about being an income producing activity. The yeah, Mamba sure. Academy not only gave him time with his family, but it was an income producing income. Because <laughs> now he created the Mamba Academy yeah. for, for these young girls to learn to play the game of basketball, but it also generated wealth for him and his family doing so. Well, and, yeah. and what I love That's about good. it, I good, love right? to see, I love to see him vibrating and operating at such a high level, but yet still keeping and not losing his family. It's crazy because yeah. I was reading this book. And it's called it's called how to make a million dollars and still keep your family. Mm. Because oh, people know, like when you're on that, when you're trying to get that bag, bro, we like our family. If once you begin to start to see your family as intruders are getting in the way with <laughs> liabilities, like, like y'all in my way right now. Like, but, but you got to be real careful with that. You know, like like there's a verse in the Bible that says, what does a man prosper to gain all the riches in the world but to lose his soul, lose right? His soul. The flip yeah. on that is like, what does a man prosper to gain all the riches of the world but to lose his family? Yeah, that's like, crazy. You got all this money and lose your family. So what well, another shout out to Kobe, you 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 had the bag and you had the family. Like yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Mm, yeah. yeah. And that's you know, that something dope that you know ET said was like, um, you want to be great in public, but behind closed doors. You suck, mm. <laughs> and, he, and they're gonna find out. They're like, you only got you only got one aspect of your life mm. that is blossoming, mm. bro. We, and he was like, yo, we don't do that. We triple double over here. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? We right. we we throw, we tri- we're a triple threat. Like we got uh business, marriage, right. kids, God. Come on, All we got quadruple threat out here. All of it. So right. if you only trying to be great in the public eye, yo, then we know that behind closed doors you why? Cause he and he even said, like, what what does it mean if you all tell me I'm great? And then I come home and my wife looked at me like, bro, you, you, right. Yeah. You a bum out here. You know right. what I'm saying? Kids, I remember, kids ain't like, no bond, ain't no connection with your kids. Yeah, your kids out none. here on the street. Yeah, was, exactly. Bro, I just went on, um, cause I, I just, I do the dates with my daughter on Wednesday now. Took on a date Wednesday. Mm. Took her to father daughter dance on Friday. Mm. Took her out on Saturday again to a poetry show and then we went to to see another movie like building up that time just, mm. bro, just putting that right. putting that in my daughter will know that a man should make a sacrifice for your time right like you don't you don't just fit into you know you know what i'm saying you you don't just make that sacrifice in order for you to be in his life he should be making a sacrifice Words, I'm what, what type of business we have I took all four of my kids out Saturday, bro. Daniel gave us spa <laughs> treatment, took them out. We cooked it, got the snacks, got the lunch, you know, got their hair all hooked up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, feeling yeah, like, yeah. Bought them some nice little stuff, had them feeling real good. Yeah. And yeah, man, it was just some conviction on that, man. I'm telling you, when I see my man, like, we, like to, 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 have, to have it all like that, meaning the bag and that closeness. Like, I, here's the deal. I'm already very, very close with my kids and my daughters. Right. There's something about knowing that he can't kiss or touch or hug his other ones. It just makes me just embrace mine even more because I'm telling y'all, like, we don't, here's the deal. We don't talk about, I don't know how often, like, real talk, y'all talk about death with your wife and your kids. Like, death is, the reality is this. We all going to die. So we have yeah. to. And we have to accept that and accept the responsibilities. And once we accept the responsibilities, it's when we accept the responsibilities, that's when we live forever. It's the people right. that don't accept the responsibilities. When they die, everything dies with them. But that's I'm accepting good. my responsibilities so that I can live forever. Meaning, you know, one of the things, all, my grandmother, before I put her, before we put her in the ground. She had her obituary, had her wrote out 10 years prior to outfit picked wow. out, had her will wow. done. Everybody knew what was going on. What did that do? So that encouraged me to get my will and all that stuff done with Come my on. kids and my family. Now Come on. we Come think on. just because we don't maybe, okay, if we don't, if we never plan for death or talk about it, then it's not going to happen. That's, Yo, that's good. True. Like we have to plan and talk about it even while we're healthy so that we can make some decisions right now so that in the time of a death, you know, we're not going to be leaving our families debt, leaving our families a bunch of misery. Like there's tough decisions that my wife and I have already talked about so that in right. a time that I can't, something happens to me and I can't talk the decision, like she's going to have peace in that time. And so these are conversations that I think we should be having right now also with our wife and kids, getting wills and stuff set up, getting those things yeah. Yeah, and stuff in place now. Yeah, right. Yeah, man. I, I agree. And, and you made some 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 real good points there, man. Because, um, you know, I've seen it, man. Growing up in our community, um, you know, people can't even grieve their lost ones mm-hmm. because they're so they have to focus on like some of those things that should have been discussed prior. You know, how are we right. gonna pay for it? How are we gonna move on? How are we gonna live 
without right. this person bringing in this income. Right. And, you know, and, and, and ultimately, man, you know, when you lose somebody close to you, that's the last thing that you want to think about. Mm. Right. Right. And so if you're going to build a legacy, if you're going to le- build a legacy, right. And be able to leave that legacy. Um, you have to prepare for it. And so, man, I, I love that, that idea of you communicating with your wife and having those conversations already, because, man, that's going to be, you know, like you said, bro, we're all going to go at some point. That's inevitable. Right. It's inevitable. Right. We, we, we're going to pass this life. You know, I saw a quote the other day where uh, somebody said, you know, make sure, you know, your loved one is just somebody that God let you borrow for the moment. One day he's going to ask for him back. Yeah, I just and, saw that today. Yeah, yeah. And I just thought it was so powerful because, you know, we are, we all are on borrowed time. And at some point, yeah. God's going to request us back, but our loved ones are still going to be left here on this land to to figure things out. And so the easier we can make it for them, whether that, you know, whether that be a will, you know, one thing I know a lot of people don't like to talk about is life insurance. And that's the one thing that you can do that's very important to help your family through a tough time, right? If you don't right. have life insurance, if you haven't discussed discussed it, uh, something that's not part of your portfolio, make that a part of your portfolio because For that's sure. going to be that's going to be important um, when you pass, right? And, yep. and also those other discussions. So, man, great point that you made, Shark. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. Um, we got our life insurance about two or three years ago. Um, I literally had to lose weight so I can get it though. But the, the dope part about Salute it, uh, to you. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to to make that sacrifice, but I understood how important it was. And even when we were going through our financial situation, that was the one thing that we were like, okay, this has to stay no matter what. This right here is, you know, far more important than everything else. So whatever sacrifice we had to make, we have to keep this. Yeah. I would also say that something that we're implementing now is this was something my grandmother, um, went through, you know, um, her husband did all the finances, right? So when, when he died, she, she didn't know anything about budgeting in an account or savings or anything. So he left some great money, but you know, that money was gone. Mm. So because didn't know how to really budget and master it. And, you know, you, you got family coming around with their handout and all of those things. So now I think the biggest thing that we're doing right now is, is we're working, my wife and I are working together to put systems in place, right? Yeah. Not only that, but even for our business to put a team in place that understands the business as well. So if something were to happen to me, they know how to continue the business. They Yo, know how to keep the business going. You I'm, glad, I'm glad you made that point, Words, because if there's any other men that are kind of like us, like I was that husband that when I first got married, I didn't want my wife doing nothing. And I took pride in that. Like, you ain't got to get yeah. in the tank. You ain't got, to, all you got to do is just look, just look, just look good. That's it. Like, you rocking with me. You, you, you're going to win. Like, I didn't make her do anything. And then the reality hit, you know, when I was, I was way out in Tanzania once and I got in a terrible accident out there and I didn't even tell her about it. She was upset. Mm. Car was totaled mm. everything. And mm. at that moment, my wife didn't know how to do nothing. Mm. Like if I were to die, like our real estate empire, everything that we had, she didn't know how to operate any of that type of stuff. And it was at that moment I said, you know what? I got to start to transfer. I have to put that power in my wife's hands. I have, we have to teach them the game. We got to teach them the business 
be, and not just be all prideful or ego like, yo, I got this. All you got to do is I'm going to take care of everything. Nah, we got to show part of taking care of everything is also passing that baton so that in, the, in our absences, our wives can still run the entire operation. And it was at that moment, my wife knows how to do everything now. And oh, yeah. 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 And that's also yeah. stimulating. Too. And, that, and that has to come from yes. us building systems. Yes. So it, it can't just be I, I, like that was a key thing for me because I'm one that my wife always said, like, we can't do nothing with everything being in your head. And so now, you know, towards the end of last year and this year, it's been about getting everything out of my head, getting the vision out, getting the system out, getting, you know, how we want things to operate the business. And and now putting that CPA in place, putting the LLC in place, getting a team that understands exactly what we do in our processes and her being involved in, she's the one that does the contracts. She's the one that writes them and does the negotiating for, for our team and, and the contracts we get. So she's well-versed on exactly what the business needs to run. Mm. Only thing is, all right, you won't have me anymore to do, uh, to do videos and, and all those things, but that's now we understand what type of person is needed to do that. So you can hire hire another person right. that has my same behavior tendencies, right? Right. So and um, but we also have another young lady that has those same behavior tendencies that's not afraid to get on the camera that 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 can attract clients. So we're putting things in place now. So if something were to happen to me, yo, the business keeps going. Yeah. The money can still the money can still come in and our system that we have in place can still produce income. Like that's the key thing. For Man, me. I'm so glad we got to this point because, uh, you know, I remember we did a podcast a while ago where we talked about, um, you know, we talked about, do you give your wife, uh, you know, the password to your cell phone? Right. Yeah, yeah, and sure. so, man, now we can evolve from that point because it's not just giving her passcodes to, her, to yourself, <laughs> right? right? It's, it's right, giving right. her the passcodes to everything that you have going on in your life so that way life doesn't have to stop if, God forbid, something does happen to you, right? Like We right. talk about, you know, my wife can have my passwords to my cell phone because why? You know, a lot of times if we think about it, we, we're in 2020, a lot of us, you know, go ahead and admit to it, a lot of your life, Evolves around that cell phone, so a lot of your For accounts, sure. right? Whether it be financial accounts, right? Uh, right? You got passwords right up in there, right? You want to be able to give your wife access to that stuff. We talked a little bit. We talked about you know, um, you know, the finances in the household, right? And um, you know, and and who handles that and all that other stuff, right? Like your wife needs to understand how to get into you know the bank accounts, the joint accounts, whether whether you have them joint or individual. Right. That For that's sure. going to be important. She needs to understand, um, you know, uh, getting access to cell phone numbers. And so, yeah, that, yep. And that's exactly where yep. I was getting ready to go. And so that's why that yep. stuff is important. We're not just on here talking about, you know, we're just not just out here talking just to talk. This is how we build a legacy and make sure that legacy sustains. Right. Because Come you don't on. want your Come legacy on. only to last for, you know, you you pass on. And next, you know, people are remembering you for two years, three years, and all of a sudden that legacy has gone. No, your legacy lives right. on by you instilling this stuff, the things that you've learned and acquired in yourself and your mind. You instill them in your exactly. kids and your wife. So that way now that stuff can continue to be passed on. We're not all going to be Kobe Bryant. You know, right, we're not sure. going to have for millions sure. of fans loving us, celebrating us, 
you know, for years yeah. to come. Right. But yeah. you can still be celebrating. Yeah. You can still be here, even if you don't have that crowd by instilling this stuff in the, in your core household. There, there's some, um, you know, I don't hear stories about my grandfather. I don't, I don't, or, or his, or his father. Mm. Right. So that means like, we need, you only have to build a legacy for the world. Start with just, can you build one for your family? Yeah. Can you get your family yeah. to tell, can you, can you get your son yeah, to tell his son about. Yo, when he said when he said he fans, I was thinking, yo, the only fans. Hey, I got five <laughs> fans, right? Six. Yeah. I got five exactly. fans and my wife. Like them are my immediate. Exactly. I need to make sure that them fans right there. Yo, they want to tell the story. Yeah. They want. They want to rock the that's, jersey. That's they want to rock my jersey. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus had twelve. Right. He's like, yo, I got these twelve right here. They they will continue the legacy, and so. It, it's not about the millions. It's just about, you know, the core. You know, you get your core to understand the vision of what you do, and they will never let it die. Right. Right. And, that's, and, that's, the, and but, that's the thing, though. Since Jesus had that 12 that understood it, and then they were able to go out and tell the rest of that vision, right. which then the millions sure. came. But the millions will not come if I don't have my immediate six. Mm. I need their body. Exactly. I need them rocking the jerseys first. I need them for sure. having For sure. Full story and telling the story yep. with clarity and confidence. Right. That's what I need. And Absolutely. Crazy, I was talking to my wife. It was one thing that she said the other day. She's like, "No, babe, because we brought honestly, we have been talking about death. Like one thing that keeps striking me. I don't know if y'all heard this part. But Kobe was like, he made sure that him and his wife were never in that daggone helicopter together. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. For sure. For sure. You know, hey, I ain't gonna yeah. lie. That sometimes maybe kind of feel some type of way because I be thinking about that sometimes. My wife, we be on the plane. I'm like, yo, oh, yeah. you realize, oh, yeah, bro. Like, but these are conversations. Like Man. we've had tough conversations to where if something happens to our kids, yo, they know. Hey, they know who gonna be. <laughs> Somebody got to, they got God, God parents, and you know what I'm saying. And people, that's, bro, that's why I call. I, I call you before we hey, get on the plane. Hey, hey, you hey. Know. Go ahead, hey, grab, grab know, my hey, baby. Hey, if something ever happened to words, <laughs> hey, I have been appointed, okay? And, yeah. and, I, and, grab, I, grab my and baby. I'll take care of them, you know, but my wife, you know, but we need to have these. What I'm saying is, listeners, we need to have these conversations. Men, let's have these conversations. And here's the deal. And if you don't have a spouse, you know, if, if that immediate loved one, if it's a parent, but we need to talk about death we need to talk because i'm thinking about after the fact i'm thinking about the pain it's going to cause them after even more pain is going to cause them after i'm gone to not have these systems to not have yeah. already maybe oh, leave them to make oh, these decisions man. without us talking yeah. while i'm here with a sound yeah. mind now now you have yeah. to assume yeah. what i want and then you got other family yeah. members bringing their stuff what they Come think on. he would want Bro, let me tell you something. Come my on. grandmother, I'm trying to tell y'all, she taught me the game as far as she had her outfit picked out. And there were family members saying she would never wear that. I said, you can't tell me. She had it hanging in the closet the last five years. This was mm, right, right. Like, this is who she right, wanted yeah. on the program. She would never want that song. She asked for the song. Like, like, right, you, like exactly. all that type of stuff and decisions with what, who goes where. My wife, you know what I'm saying? So we have these dialogues now. If something was to happen to both yeah. of us. We have the dialogue. Yeah. Okay, we got a lot of kids burst out here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we have these type of we have now. We ain't talked about the new one yet. So the new one between words and and uh, and friend, y'all y'all gonna get a couple of these girls just so y'all know. Now <laughs> I'm on the podcast now. Okay, words you get newly uh, 
Fran, you get uh, choked. <laughs> I'm telling y'all now, something happened to me. Okay, so boom, boom, boom. So that moment. But, but no these, doubt. But these are conversations we have to have, y'all. For we sure. Can't, For we sure. can't just keep living and, and thinking that, you know, this 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 day won't come. And so that's what I really right. charge right. the men to do. It's going to be uncomfortable. Like we already, I, I found this sweet way to, hey, my wife going to turn me into a tree. Like this little thing, hey, they got this new little. They got this new door. I saw, I hey, saw it. My wife. I'm saw. like, yo, that's me, right? Yes, put me in the backyard. Let's get it. Like, like put me back there, bro. Plant me back there. Let's go. Let's grow, bro. <laughs> I'm telling, let the dog let's grow. Hey, let the dog. Let's grow. Let the dog just go back there. Hey, you know Water what you what a couple times a day. <laughs> daddy, come going back. Y'all. Yeah. No, I think it's important. Um, let's go ahead and move into our final perspectives, and then we got a cool, not cool. Um, you know, I, I'll kick it off by just just saying that I think it's important. Like we're saying is your death shouldn't be, I don't think it should be a financial or, you know, it's going to be a burden emotionally for people, right. but you don't want it to be a burden where, like you said, it's painful because man, you died. That's painful enough. But then also man. you left us in such a rut oh, that we can't survive. So I think that's key, mm. but I think more so is building a life where you don't have those limitations on you. Right. Really embodying this Mamba mentality. I'll just say this, and I've used this before, but I think it's it's even more important right now when I talk about Walt Disney or how Disney never saw the second park open up. He only saw the first one. Right. So, but the vision was so strong. The system was so in place that he had people in place that could build it out and look at what Disney is now. Mm. He doesn't, he doesn't, he, he didn't see Yo, Mickey, how big Mickey is right now. He didn't, he doesn't know how, you know, you producing billion dollar movies. He does none of these things. He doesn't know any of these things. And yet, right. we still talk about so much so that I didn't even know like 10 years ago or five, whatever, however long ago before I started studying uh, Disney, I didn't even know Disney was an actual person. Mm. I just looked at it always as, okay, Disney was the name that they came up with. Right. For you know, for their brand, right. for their company, and then when you start, so that's how ingrained Disney is into our society, into our home, right? Right. That's how big the legacy is. So much so that one person had a dream, a vision, and influenced other people, and when he died, they were still able to keep it going. Mm. Mm. That is living life without any type of limitations. Making sure your core understands who you are, what you stand for what your purpose is and just understanding the mission of, of what you're trying to do. Like we have a mission for our family, right? And our family, mm-hmm. my family knows what we're trying to build. And I think it's important that as men, we begin to implant that in in our family. No, that's, that's good. good. Words. And what I, what I would say too, to piggyback on that, you know, saying on this mama mentality, again, shout out to Kobe and his legacy is a couple things that also stand out to me is, Kobe strived for greatness. Like everything he did, for sure. there was greatness involved with that. Like he wouldn't yeah, nobody sure. outwork him. Like he was always the first one on the court and the last one to leave. But another thing that he did, I remember, I remember seeing this thing where they talked about how he studied, like the reason why he's great is because he studied greatness. If y- y'all see that clip where Kobe and Jordan, he does the exact same moves as Jordan. Yeah. Like yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. 
<laughs> like, I'm like, yo, like the dude, what does that say? That that means that we have to find those mentors. We are whatever our space is in our industries, we have to find those goals, find those the, the greatest in those and follow their lead. Like Kobe did that. He followed the lead of the greatest. And he ended up becoming one of the greatest. He didn't follow people that were Come on. mediocre. He didn't follow people. Or the greatest. I wouldn't say one of them. He's, he is the greatest. Okay, okay. You know what? I will say that. Now, some people might not like that. <laughs> but, yes, I, I definitely will say Jordan is the GOAT just for the record. <laughs> you know what I'm but, but there's a lot of GOATs, okay? But Jordan is definitely the GOAT. But anyways, uh, on that note, oh, yeah, goodness. but he followed and studied him. Therefore, he is... He is one of the greatest of all times as well. And so that's something that I, I want to challenge us all to do. Whatever we decide to do, let's be great at it. And whatever our industries are that we are specializing in or thriving in, let's find the greatest in those and study those individuals and not let anybody outwork us. Let's that's go. good. That's strong, man, fellas. You know, I, and in my final perspective, man, I'll just leave you guys with, you know, the mama mentality, man. What did he say? You know, different animal. Same beast. Mm, same we're talking, let's go. you know, five-time champion, you know, mm. 15 all-stars, 12 Sheesh. defensive player of the year, two-time scoring champ, league MVP, mm. two-time Olympian, you know, slam dunk contest. My God. Winner. You know, Oscar winner. Oh, right. Come Academy on. Award got man, listen. Oh. But none of that. Come on. But none <laughs> of that compares to what he did for his family. Mm-hmm. Right. Come on. The the sacrifices that he made for his family, the legacy he left for his family. He made sure that when he moved on, that he was going to make sure that his family was well taken care of. And that's what we want. When we talk about leaving that legacy, we yes. talk about, uh, you know, being there and, 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 and living on and making sure that the people that you love the most are equipped for your transition. Kobe yeah. did that. And mm. so I have to salute him and I have to take a page from his book, right? To make sure that my family now is well equipped for my transition mm. because I'm not going to be here. For sure. You know what I'm saying? And and they're going to, my kids are going to grow and they're going to go out into this world. And I got to make sure that not, not only do I have the mama mentality, but they have it as well. And they able to live that right. life knowing that, listen, there's no limitations, right? right. And you create success at success, at success, yeah, <laughs> that was one. Oh, yeah, hey, that's that Richard Branson, <laughs> right? Right, and that, and that he was, said, Have you created success as success as, as success, right? Success. <laughs> right. <laughs> because, man, a lot of times we think, man, we, we've conquered that, that mountain, we've climbed that mountain. Now, where do we go, man? You keep climbing yeah. because there's going to be because now yeah, your legacy, sure. now not only do you have my legacy, but y'all, you have to instill yours. And so that's what it's about, exactly. man. We just it just continues to grow. That is. So I just want to say RIP to the man Kobe, you know, second greatest player of all time. Salute to uh to, to MJ. <laughs> but man, hey, but I but I say one of the greatest fathers as well oh, as yeah. a champion. So salute yeah, to Mamba. Let's out. go. Yeah. <laughs> let's go, Mamba, Mamba out. out. Yeah, let's get it. All right. So let's move into um cool, not cool. Let's get it. Yo, dude, it just Yo, so Shar, you brought up a uh, good cool, not cool, yeah. with the with the Gail situation, let's, bro. Let's I think, talk about. I think this let's is talk about. Let's Gale. let's talk about this. Let's talk quick. about this real quick. Let's, let's go here. Yeah, real there's quick. a lot. What's going on? Here? Stuff going on, bro. There's people coming. I, did you see the one that Snoop Snoop oh, just yeah. like yeah? He said we're gonna come 
come get you. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like I said, like, for, for those of y'all, maybe if some of y'all have, have been, not like, been completely under a rock for a while, you don't know. But Gail King looked that up. Gail King did an interview with WNBA, Lisa Leslie. Lisa. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Basketball player, friend of Kobe, et cetera. And, you know, there was a clip that was put out CBS about her talking about Kobe and his, you know, the, the old charges he had, rape charges, et cetera, allegations. From like 2003. 2003. Yeah. And she kind of brought that up and just her presentation of that. So my thing is, first of all. And she asked, did, does this stain his legacy? It, Keep in mind. No one has brought this up. <laughs> so was it but yeah. her, right? So, so is it is it cool? Yeah. Is it cool or not cool that she even brought it up in the interview? That's what I want to know. Was it cool right, or not right. cool for her to even bring that up in that interview with Lisa Leslie, one of Kobe's closest female friends? Right. I think I think Wait, can we add? We, we might have to add two cool. Not okay, cool yeah. Put, what's the second? Piece? Is it cool? It, is it cool that she brought it up? But is it cool or not cool how people are responding? Like, I, I want to just yeah, get good. both thoughts on that. That's good. Cool or not cool for her to bring it up? Cool or not cool for how the world is responding to that? Well, all right. I'll hit that thing first. Let's go ahead. I'm a. I'm a. I'm gonna say it was. I'm gonna say it was not cool to even bring it up. Number one. For I'm sure. gonna say it was not cool, um, simply for the fact that you got a 60 minute conversation, a 60 minute or however long this interview is gonna be. There's so much yeah. stuff you can talk about. Like, why right, sure. even bring that up? Why did right. it even? It was it was 2003. Like, even on yeah, your credit yeah. report, like after seven years, stuff falls <laughs> off. Like, it's not even showing. <laughs> like, is there not? Like, is there not a, a time span in which? You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I, I just feel like, yeah. and I ain't gonna lie, it, it to me it even hurts even more just because it was a person, you know, girl, she's a black female at that. Yeah, like, yeah. Come on, you being sure. a black sure. woman, like why would you yeah. even have to bring that up? So I'm gonna just say yeah. it was it wasn't even cool to bring it up. Like the man is the the man, he's no longer here. He can't defend himself. Like there's no other right. conversation. You've, you've had, like, why even bring that up? There's other things that you could have talked about. Leave that alone. Like, that situation is done. It's, right. it's sealed up. It's a done deal. And even the way she, her disposition, kind of even how she um, just kind of rebuttaled a little bit, little inserts. I just didn't like the look on her face. It just wasn't yeah. cool to me. And now, here's yeah. the deal. And the fact that she did say it, I don't think it's cool, though. I don't agree with Snoop and how some of these cats are coming at her, though. I think that's a right, little, I think sure. that's a little over the top, like to yeah, come yeah. at her like that. So I think that's a not cool on that. Right, right. No, I'm, I'm agree. I'm agree with you. I just what I don't, and my wife was talking about this as well. I don't like how um, you're playing the game of favoritism. Who you will and will not bring up certain situations exactly. with in their life. Exactly. So. So we know Oprah and all that. She's friends with um, what's his name, Weinstein. Yeah, yeah. Um, all of these people. Uh, there was the other guy that played. Uh, I can't even remember it. House of Cards. What's his name? Um, uh, 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 white dude. I know you're talking about because he was yeah, a little boy. 
in the bar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So my man, like, there are so many other people um, in the industry. Now, I'm I'm not gonna have a problem with it if you're not showing favoritism. If you're like, nope, he oh, uh, dang, his name was just right there. But Kevin Steen and Kevin Spacey, Kevin Spacey, yeah. yes, Spacey. And you got Spacey, and you got. You know, and I know she was trying to do something on Russell Simmons and Bill Cosby. And then you asked about, like, if you, you know, if you got everybody in there right. that have brought been brought up on certain charges or been brought up, and you know, something like that. Cool. All right. Cool. I see what you're doing. You you don't like this narrative. So you want to bring more attention to the narrative. OK, cool. Right. Mm. But the fact that you're specifically choosing black men and you're leaving other men out it it makes it like okay there's an agenda here right there's not it's not just about getting exposure for these for men that are in this situation or these charges are brought up or these accusations are brought up being brought up you're specifically targeting black men right. that's that's what it looks like to me so that for sure is not cool and I also think it's not cool that you brought it up in this time. On, this is not man. this is not an appropriate exactly. time to bring it up. Right. Man just died. His wife is grieving. His daughters are Maybe grieving. Maybe his you daughters don't, know don't even know about that. Stuff. They may not even know about this situation. <laughs> and so now you're tarn- you're trying to tarn- like I don't like that. Right. You see my man getting too much love and you just you just mm-hmm. insert yourself. Right. Jump on the love wagon and just stay there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, stay there? just let the man just stay right just- there in love. Let's just stay right there for for a quick second. And then, you know, we can start having other conversations later if that's needed. Right. But 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 is it needed? Right. Because I feel like, all right, if these things just like, oh, man, I can't I'm, I can't remember the name. My man was coming out with the movie. Uh, the black dude was coming out with the movie about uh, slavery and oh, and all yeah. those things. Yeah. And it, and then and then they start bringing up his potential allegations. Right. That he was acquitted for and all. It's like, hmm. Right. Right. And I'm not saying Gail and all of them did that, but I'm just noticing that anytime that that legacy is getting too strong or the enlightenment is getting too big, then there's someone, in this case, I just it just happened to be Gail, that is going to like, hmm, hold on now. Wait a minute. I get that we're loving on him. Right. But don't forget that in 2003. Don't Bro, forget this happened. Do you ago. think? Yes. <laughs> so do you think that will tarnish his legacy? It's like, wait, what? Right. And, wait, and I, heard her say, what? I heard her say that they took it out of context. You don't realize you created the context. You brought right. it up. You created it. I you shouldn't even brought it up. If you would never place. brought it up. CBS wouldn't have had anything to plug in the first place. Like you shouldn't. Be- or nobody would have had anything to take out of context. <laughs> right. <laughs> What are you doing bringing this up right now? So um, as far as, you know, how people approached her, I don't think she deserves death threats. I do, however, think that um, there needed to be some light shed on the situation and the conversation. Because I know, like I said, what's name is going after Russell Simmons as well. I don't know if he's guilty or not. Cool. If he if if you're passionate about these allegations and bring exposure to him. And Russell Simmons had to be a part of that. Cool. But do not play favoritisms, single out Russell Simmons, but your friend over here, Weinstein or or whoever's over here, 
you know, and Weinstein is in court now, but you haven't said anything about that. Right. You haven't said you're going to do a documentary on, on them. Right. That's that's my problem. So I don't necessarily want to to put hands on anything, right. but I do want them to 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 answer these questions. Like, why are you choosing a specific group and not the other? Right. Why, why is that your agenda? Or why does it feel like that's your agenda? Right. So I'm going to say not cool for both. Yeah. And, uh, man, I'm going to have to kind of piggyback or jump on board with, with the both of you. Um, and I have to backtrack first a little bit because I we talk a lot about living life without limitation. I think the media should put limits on some of the things that they, mm, that they talk about. Yeah. Because, for sure. For sure. But, but, but this is how strong Kobe's legacy is because people are going to try to tarnish his legacy and, and kind of devalue the things that he did because of, you know, some allegation that can't, that, that, that happened in 2003, which he was never, he was, yeah. he was acquitted of, right? Yeah, which for sure. Acquitted of, right? Yep, yep. Which means not guilty, right? right? For no, sure. no fault in that thing. Right. And so, um, and so I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to not cool it because for her to bring it up, to try to tarnish his legacy, um, you know, that, that's not cool, but how, but this is how strong it is, uh, that people are only going to celebrate the greatness of Kobe, the things that he's done for his, for his right. household and for his family. So right. this is a great lesson to all of us, right? There's right. going to be times people are going to try to tarnish our legacies. People are going right. to say things about me, you, you, Shar, you words, you know, the yeah. rest of you that are listening, people are going to say things. But we got to make sure that our legacy is so strong. We've instilled it so strong and so greatly. It's so ingrained that those little small things that they try to say about us cannot deflate the great things that we're going to accomplish and we have accomplished in our life. So I'm exactly. say not cool there for that. And I'm also going to say not cool for coming at her. Um, and like you said, with death threats and things of that sort, nobody's nobody deserves that. I understand that, she, you know, maybe she was doing a job, right? right, right uh, maybe sure. she was you know, um, directed to, to, to do this. Um, but nobody deserves, uh, to come at, I mean, to, to, for, to death threats, you know, we're, yeah. we're going to say, we're definitely going to say shame on you. Shame on you, Gail. <laughs> you pop your hand a little bit. Smack your hand a little bro, bit. You, bro, yeah. you, you got people now talking about we trade Gail for Ellen. We'll take Ellen. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, we just, internet, internet just sucks. Too funny. I, I know we got to, I know we got to wrap it up too. I'll just say this yeah. last thing. Like if, if Gail, put it this way, all these cats that got something to say to Gail, disrespect, like, Kobe left an impression. You see how he was with his girls and his family. Like he's a very yeah. loving person, respecting women. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, if for Snoop sure. or any of you cats ever listen to our podcast, I challenge you all, if you're gonna take a stand, stop disrespecting women in your songs, in your content, and for sure things that you're a part of, because that's Kobe's legacy. So we really want to lift his legacy. And he called her a B in the video that's and then what, threatened to put hands on That's her. what I'm saying. Like, I, ain't, I ain't never <laughs> seen Kobe. I ain't never seen him. <laughs> treat his wife or his daughters like that. So right. if we if we want to really be intentional and lift my man up, let's really change all the way around. Let's, yeah, let's, for let's sure. clean up some areas. Sure. That's what I say to that. Yeah, no, I'm 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 with y'all on that one. Uh I, I do think that it's important for um for us to really understand we we were with Gail. <laughs> look, look, here's the uh, thing. Robert. Robert. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think I think what what the internet with the internet, you can you can be loved in one space, and like and, you gotta take and then hated in the other, you know, other second, right? But here's the thing. 
there is a mountain of evidence against R. Kelly. Exactly. <laughs> There's a mountain, a mountain of evidence. Mount Kilimanjaro. And he's actually in it. And guess what? Even though he beat the case last time, the behavior is still, still there. There. Go, Gail, go get him, Gail. Right. Get Oprah, go, go get yeah. him. That's okay, why ain't nobody, cool. ain't nobody even tripping on that. Ain't hey, nobody we already tripping. let R. Kelly go already. We, we <laughs> applauded you, Gail. Right. But now it's like 2003. Yeah, my man was acquitted. My man even did an apology. Like, yo, obviously we had two different, you know, uh, scenarios of that night. And you know, his I marriage apologize. is still standing. <laughs> he actually, you know what I'm he, All, he showed the remorse. His marriage is stronger it, now than it was ever. It, yep, exactly. Remorse, and then he evolved over that 17 year period. Exactly. And and now it's like, wait, no, Gail, wait, Gail. Right. There's first of all, <laughs> there's right. not a mountain of evidence. Yeah, don't do that. Second there's, of all, this is not alone. relevant today. Third, third of all, there was a whole evolution process. Did you miss that? Right. Did Did you miss the Did you miss the evolution that happened? Even with Kevin Hart, right? You know, and the situation where he said something about homosexuality or whatever. Look, wait, did, y'all went back to get those tweets, right? Is it still relevant? To, like, like, is, on, is, he, is the behavior yeah. still there right now? Matter of fact, his, his closest his executive is is uh is Holmes, uh, yeah she's lesbian yeah. I think or some yeah yeah so so I'm just that's that's the only thing that's the reason why I was upset if if this was I, it, it wasn't even about black or white initially for me it was just about relevancy and evidence and and timing and all of those things so i went back to the r kelly i'm like gail great job because this this dude he is obviously he's got some stuff going on okay and and there's the evidence go get him gail right but then you bring up kobe you gotta leave this one alone you gotta leave him like what are you doing what are you doing you can't just drag all of us like y'all like my god like can we get one just let us get we can't get one. Y'all, y'all, y'all took Bill. Y'all took Bill. Okay. <laughs> like, come on now. Right. Come on now. So, so that's that's the only thing I was saying. Uh, I'm not in any way. I do not agree with if there are men that are abusing women. I, of course, I don't agree. Nah. Of course, I don't want to protect that man. I, however, if the man is found not guilty. Um, and, and even in a not guilty case, my man could have just walked away like, man, stupid broad trying to ruin my life. Right. My man still demonstrated empathy. Yeah. And then still from there evolved, yep. showed us who he really was, well, how he treated his wife and his daughters, and then still helped other people and begin to build off of that, learn from the mistake or the miscommunication. And it's like, yo, you're going to bring that up 17 years later after my man died. Right. Stop that! Right, stop that! I just went on a whole rant here, but okay. No, nah, that's good. <laughs> hey, the end of the day, yo, we we we've been back. This was a very touchy subject, bro. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Touch man. it, touch it on a lot of different levels. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just don't want that. Uh, and that's why, you know, shoot. Even in my book, I talk about you know a lot of the mistakes I make. But it's like with the internet today, and with it's like your mistakes can be used against you. 10 years later, 15 years later, 20 is like, how, how, how back, how far back do we go? You know, you, I'm, he was 
I'm bro, that's why I said, but after seven years, it falls off the it's not even on your credit report no more, bro. Like and you shouldn't even be still reporting this. Still, like, why is it still showing up? What's going on here? So all right, y'all. But we appreciate y'all listening. Tell us what y'all think. You know, give us y'all opinions on the cool, not cool. Uh this has been another episode of the Mel's Perspective. We'll see y'all next week. Yeah, there we go. Yeah.